0: By the way, these candies take 73 minutes to chew all the way. For the next hour, you're going to be chewing this thing.
1: I agree. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. What's your
2: name?
1: You're listening to the BNH Photography Podcast. For over 40 years, BNH has been the professional source for photography, video, audio, and more. For your favorite gear, news, and reviews, visit us at bnh.com or download the BNH app. To your iPhone or Android device.
0: Now here's your host, Alan White. Greetings and welcome to the BH Photography Podcast. Today we're doing something a little bit different. We're recording in the BH New York City Superstore. You could even hear the background noise. And today it's a Panasonic Lumix Day. We're interviewing people uh, who are hoping to win a Panasonic Lumix DMC GX85 Micro Four Thirds digital camera with two lenses: a 12 to 32 millimeter zoom and a 45 to 150 millimeter zoom. And we are going to be giving those away to a lucky pedestrian at some point later today. In the meantime, people are coming by and filling out the little sweepstakes forms and dropping in the bowl. And some of them are sitting and chatting with us. And that's what most of today's conversation is going to be about. Talking with our customers, uh, what kind of pictures they take what kind of pictures they're going to want to take if they are the winner of the camera system, and uh, get to know our customers a little bit. Today, we're also going to be speaking to several of the Panasonic uh, ambassadors who are here speaking at the B&H event space. And they
3: are, what are the names of the photographers? We have three photographers. Well, William Innes just finished speaking. Yeah, Uh, He's a wedding photographer. And we have Griffin Hammond, who's a documentary filmmaker. And finally, Jeff Carpenter, who's also a portrait photographer. They are going to present in the event space. And uh, after the presentation, they'll sit with us for a couple minutes. Cool. All right. That's it. Let's talk to our first interviewee. What's your name? Joseph.
4: Joseph. You are a photographer? Not a professional, but every now and then I pull my iPhone out and uh, take pictures. What's your favorite picture you've ever taken? What picture it makes you proudest? Favorite picture I've ever taken was uh, one with my nephews. Actually, two of them. So one when he was, uh, I think, about two or three months. Yeah. him up in the air and uh, took a picture that way. When he turned two years old, I took another one. This time I was picking you up? No, no, I was holding my nephew. (laughs) (laughs) I was actually holding my nephew up in both those pictures there.
0: That's cool. Very, very good. So, we're raffling off a a Panasonic Lumix GX85 today. If you are the lucky winner, what
4: are you going to do with the camera and two lenses? And two lenses. It's amazing. I travel a lot. Yeah? Uh, I love nature. I like going out there, exploring nature. I bike ride a lot, mountain biking. I think this will be... great opportunity to get my my uh, I guess my experiences out there yeah. I can take pictures of the iPhones but this camera here looks very oh it's a real can. it's not much bigger <laughs> than your
0: iPhone that's what's interesting it's, a, it's fairly small
4: but it looks very intriguing it looks something I don't know what word to use but I think if I get this camera here it'll definitely push me out there to I think your nephew will right. have a
0: whole new level of respect for and you too
4: definitely develop <laughs> 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 that's a good one there yeah um, i sure he will I'm uh, surprised he's not here now, but <laughs> I think it'll definitely develop my uh, interest in photography a lot more. Very, good. Good. Yeah. Very good.
0: It does great video also. It's yeah, one of the things about it. Oh, yeah. All right. It didn't it didn't right?
3: Capture family moments, some important moments in life, you know. Well, tell me, what what did you like so much about the picture with your nephew? What was it that... <laughs> it was just compared to all the other ones you probably did take, right?
4: Yeah, I did take a lot of pictures with uh, him and my other nephews. I have 11 niece and nephews. Uh-huh. But this one picture, it captured a moment where he's growing and it's like you capture a moment in time where he's a little kid and then he's growing it's like progress in life you know yeah. and just seeing him with me in that happy moment there as I'm holding him up just raising him up it's like you're uplifting him in a metaphor you know it's sure. like you're yeah, raising yeah, him up yeah, it was, it was yeah, just,
5: yeah.
4: it's just it's beyond words to me but <laughs> it, it just it just brought on that feeling of tranquility knowing that he's here right. and because I've also I also play a great role in his life so just to you know have me holding him up like that's it's something physical, but it's also a metaphor of something mental. I hear you. I get the impression good you really answer. love these kids. <laughs> <laughs> more, more than words could, uh, could, could tell. Well, well that's beautiful. great. Enjoy beautiful. them all.
0: Enjoy them all.
4: Always. Thank okay. you so much. Thanks for joining us. Uh, and good luck. Thank you, guys. Good okay. Job,
0: uh. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Hi there.
5: Hello.
4: You, your name is?
5: Trevor Price.
3: Trevor. And you're from where?
5: Denver. Whoa. Okay. on vacation? yeah
3: all right so you came to H for vacation
5: yes <laughs> all right yeah how
3: many days are
0: you gonna stay here
5: uh just three days
0: in in the store
5: no <laughs> oh, oh okay
0: because you know there are people that do stay here for three days in a row they don't leave
5: don't blame them yeah <laughs> so
3: do you know about H before you came to new york yeah
5: really i've always wanted to come here
3: wow is it everything Tourist you expected, expected it to eh? be
5: better <laughs> <laughs> that's do, wonderful do
3: you know about the H photo podcast I, No. All right, well, you better subscribe now. Okay, okay. I will. Because you're right. on it now. It. That's okay, fantastic. Cool. <laughs> and you take a lot of pictures?
5: I do, yeah. What,
3: do you carry your camera with you a lot? Or yeah. You're, okay, you're a regular shooter, right? Yeah, I am. And what do you like to take pictures of?
5: I like uh, like wildlife and landscape. Okay.
3: Oh, you I, live in a good place for that. That's for sure. Yeah. Yes. And uh, can you name wow. the favorite photo that you've ever taken and tell us why?
5: Uh, it was in Steamboat, Colorado. Mm-hmm. And it was of a moose when it was uh-huh. raining. Oh, wow. And I just today took pictures of that like cool duck in Central Park. Oh, oh I heard you about saw that. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty great.
0: cool. I understand uh, it has an agent already. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and so you like taking pictures of, uh, of wildlife. Do you have a long lens on your cameras or what do you use?
5: Uh, I use a 75 to 300 okay. for like long stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
3: So you can get in there. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Okay. That's mm-hmm. great. So if you were to win this G- GX85 by Panasonic, uh what would you do with it how would it change your photography
5: i know the panasonic's are really good for video
3: mm-hmm. so yeah,
5: i'd take a lot of videos on it right. and just use it for regular photography
3: great answer yeah all right i hope you win okay yeah, all right all right and, and subscribe welcome to the B&H. And welcome to the bnh podcast <laughs> thank you all right thank you so much all right appreciate it who am i speaking to I'm Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Nice to meet you and welcome to the B&H Photography Podcast. You're obviously here because you want to win a camera. Yes. But uh, one of the things you have to do is uh, tell us uh, what's your uh, the favorite photo that you've ever taken and why?
6: Oh, boy, that's a tough one. Yes, um, it is. Yeah. I may not have taken it yet.
3: Ah, good answer. I like <laughs> so, that. I like that.
6: I mean, um, oh, gosh, there's a lot of photos. I, I think uh, probably the most um, dramatic photo I've ever taken was when I was at Glacier National Park and I was overlooking one of the lakes there and um, there was just one hole in the clouds shining a spotlight of sun down down into the center of this lake onto this island probably you know not the greatest quality photograph but it was a really beautiful moment and right. I was glad to have captured right, right.
3: it well that's, that's kind of where I like to take this question because it's a very hard question to answer but what I'm curious about is what makes photos favorites for people whether it is a memory of the, the moment or the person who's in the photo or the composition or for some people it's because you know they nailed it like technically you know so mm-hmm. in general what makes a good photo for you
6: Um, wow. Uh, For me, it would be a balance of all those things. Um, You know, there's lots of photos I have that I keep simply because the memory uh, of what it really looked like in my mind is triggered by that photo. It's like a reference, like a quick sketch. Um, But I really, really love color and texture. Um, I take, I'm the kind of person that takes a lot of pictures of things that, you know the subject matter is
1: secondary. It, right, yeah, yeah,
6: like it's yeah. not what the thing actually is. It's 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 what it appears to be as as an abstract composition. So you know, um, yeah. a le- lenses well, what, would be the, a place I want to really yeah, go. Yeah,
3: I see. Interesting. I'm only going to mention this because the the photo you described is kind of not like that. It's one of those monumental type of uh, beautiful shots. Right, right, uh, right.
6: Which because that's more yeah, memorable. Sure. Um I've got hundreds of photos of just things that I think are pretty. And, you know, like my best photo I've ever taken was a piece of yarn in the sunlight. (laughs) I like that You know, with the sky blurred out in the background. You know, I can't remember. but
3: You know, the, the podcast that we're putting out tonight, the one we recorded last week, is with a photographer named Jay Mazel. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't looked at his work, check it out, because okay. he he embodies this idea exactly. Ooh, I mean, it doesn't matter what you're taking, it's how you do it and yes. how you incorporate the light and the composition.
6: Exactly. So
3: if you were to win the GX85, uh, would you? how would you incorporate that type of camera into your work?
6: Oh, well, okay. My challenge right now is I'm, I'm out in the city quite a bit, like walking around, riding my bike, and I really don't want to keep my huge a huge camera um, around my neck, weighing my neck down or having it in my backpack hard to get to where I can't get it. So what I I would do with that camera is keep it um, just on a lanyard or something where I could grab it really quick when I'm on my bike and do quick shots in the city. So I could have something a little nicer than what I'm getting with this old hand-me-down iPhone.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Great answer. All right.
6: Perfect.
3: <laughs> cool. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, thanks for your time and subscribe to the podcast if you yeah. get a chance. Cool. I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, you should.
6: All right. Um, yeah, cool. tonight's episode is
0: Hi. Your name is? Doug. Doug. Welcome to the B&H Photography Podcast. Have you ever listened to our show before? I actually have. Yes. Ooh, really? Okay. Very yes. good. Yeah. Okay. Any episodes that stand out for you? Um, just one. A couple of them just here and there <laughs> okay. in passing, so... It's right. goes live tonight to kill Okay. Stephen oh, Wilkes and Jay Maisel. Yeah, it's going to be a good episode. I'll be tuning in. What time? Yeah. Uh, it goes on live tonight yeah, sometime.
3: Sh- uh, well, well, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to put it up right <laughs> around 6.30. Sounds yeah. good to me. Um, yeah, be sure to subscribe, too, because uh, it really helps us out. And uh, were you just in the store by chance, or you came for the Panasonic event? or? Um, so
7: I'm actually in town for um, a photo gallery that I took some photos for. Uh-huh. Um, called Art Start. It's actually okay. based in New York City. Okay. Um, so they have, I'm from Wisconsin mm-hmm. in Milwaukee, and they took photos of inner city kids from Milwaukee kind of to change the narrative of how they view like inner city mm-hmm. black and Latino males specifically. Okay. Um, so we asked them to go to a workshop, figure out, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And then we had them um, work with a photographer actually So, um, a couple ones from New York City, so that's why it's tied here. And um, they then took photos of them as their goals. So, we had everything from like a rapper to a graphic designer, somebody wanted to be Spider Man when they grew up. (laughs) Um, I still do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's a dream. And
3: so the exhibit was here after all said and done. It's actually tonight. Congratulations and it's, uh, tomorrow
7: you? at the Lincoln Center. At Lincoln Center. Oh, oh that's that's great. Great. start portrait
3: project. All right. Well, perfect. Uh, and you just hit B and H because you were in town and yeah, need some film.
7: You need some well film. <laughs> you some f- oh, you're shooting film, right? Eh? Yeah. great. What do
3: you shoot with right now?
7: Um, I have a Mamiya Six Forty Five. Oh, okay.
3: So, okay. A so a really that's old scary. one. Yeah, yeah, that's wonderful. Well, anyway, let's jump to the this question first. Now okay. that we're on the subject, if you were to win the the GX eighty five, what would uh, what would you do with it? How would that, you return uh, your film? Yeah, we, we, <laughs> <laughs> would you
7: give up the Mamiya? <laughs> uh, I probably wouldn't give up the Mamiya, but it'd be nice to have something that I could, like, carry with me a lot more, because, I mean, the is like, carrying, like, a like a piece of, like, it's a metal football, essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's giant. <laughs> so it'd be great to have something to carry with me. Uh-huh. Um, and then, I mean, I'd really like to continue to work with Artstart, and I'm going to medical school, hopefully, next year, mm-hmm. and I'd love to be able to bring it to, you know, the city where I end up in. Yeah. So, yeah. okay, sounds good. Yeah. And uh, of uh, all the photos you've taken, what is your favorite photo and why? Um, I have this one photo of a friend from high school. We took it in high school. Um, I the reason I got into photography was like a uh, photography class in high school. It was the only thing I had availability to take, um, and it's a photo of him silhouetted against a sunset. Um, jumping off a trash can okay. in rollerblades. He ended up like falling and <laughs> eating it pretty bad, but... Um,
3: hey, but the photo came out, yeah, right? Yeah, it it's <laughs> just <laughs> it
7: came out, It's all that counts. It was just a memorable photo and it just kinda, you know, whenever I look at it, it takes me back immediately, so. Oh, that's great, yeah. that's good.
3: That's a great answer and yeah. I, I, you know, we, we we're we getting a lot of different answers and I like that you kind of threw in this idea of photography, which to me is very important, obviously, which is memory.
7: Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, there's obviously
3: composition, there's aesthetics and there's profit, but memory is... Uh, yeah
7: important and i think there's it was also taken on film so i think it's something cool I'm, I'm kind of a science nerd so like having you know these particles of light that hit somebody and bounce back and you know i'm capturing them mm-hmm. right there yeah. and then they're held in perpetuity right i think it's so cool it's uh, uh, magic kind of like, wash yeah the chemicals yeah. yeah yeah
3: that's it all right done. Cool. great answers awesome right. thank, thank you so, so much. much yeah good luck, for be sure to subscribe for the podcast too yeah thank you all right man congratulations on, on the show tonight good luck oh thank you Welcome, Vivian.
8: Hello.
0: Tell me about your favorite photograph that you've ever taken.
8: So my favorite photograph that I've ever taken um, is actually of my journal. So I have a blog called Journalography. Yeah. So I really just take pictures of my journal around all different places that I travel to. When I first started my blog, I started it on my birthday, and my boyfriend bought me a macro lens. He gave it to me as a birthday gift.
0: Okay. So, the
8: best picture I've ever ever taken was the very first picture I took with that macro lens of my journal. Uh And I used that picture to launch my blog. And the picture was of... So, my journal is green. That's my favorite color. And it was just open. And um, this was in in March, so it was still still sunny outside, still has some, you know... Flowers blooming, and we were outside of a church. We just pulled over on the side of the road um, so he could finish some work. So I was like, okay, well, let me go outside and just go grab some pictures. So I saw this really pretty bush with pink flowers all over and had pink petals all around it on the ground. Mm -hmm. So I went over there and I laid my journal down on top of it and took some really nice pictures. Got some really good details because you could see like the pollen, the little yellow pollen from the leaves settling on the ground, and then you could see all the leaves around my journal, it was really, was a really good picture, and that's my most memorable and favorite picture that I've ever taken.
0: Cool, very nice. So if you are the lucky winner of the Panasonic Lumix GX85, what are you you gonna do with it? What kind of pictures do you think you're gonna start doing? Or video? Um,
8: Well, so I like to take pictures of my journal because I like to take pictures, I don't really care to take pictures of people. (laughs) Okay. So I think I'm gonna start branching out to take pictures of people and see where that takes me.
9: All right.
0: All right, we are with Panasonic ambassador, William Innes. How does it feel to be an ambassador?
10: Uh, I don't know. It seems pretty cool. All right. <laughs> we, we used to be luminaries. Now we're ambassadors. I so.
0: should have been uh, a Lumix series. Oh, I like that. So you are a Panasonic shooter, as we, we established. And what's your specialty?
10: Uh, I'm mainly a wedding photographer, but I, have, um, I, I speak for Panasonic on weddings. and I also speak for them on travel photography. So I've been to like 50 different countries. This has been an insane year. So I travel a lot. So I do a lot of photography for travel, but there's no money in travel photography. So you gotta make a living. So hence weddings and I do commercial photography too. So products and uh, corporate clients, I do some work for as well.
3: Let's talk a little bit about maybe your camera evolution, like where you, what you started with and the decisions you made to kind of bring you to where you are with Panasonic. Sure,
10: Bit of a funny story. So, as as a youngster, um, when I was 17 years old, eons ago, I started with a East German camera called a Pratika.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah.
10: So uh, shot with that, and then uh, got myself into the aerospace industry, and career sort of took off. And there was a 13-year period where I didn't take one single photograph. I ended up running aerospace companies, and that's how I started traveling. And, my wife sort of documented my kids growing up with, you know.
0: So did you have a reference? Yeah. <laughs>
10: you know, hey, that's your son, whatever. And then about, I don't know, 14, 13 years ago, I was on a business trip in Washington, D.C. and was trying to kill time and ended up in a store like this and came out with, I remember, it was a Nikon N70, a lens and a flash. And I sat in a hotel room the whole night trying to figure out what TTL meant because I had sort of missed that hole. Right. <laughs> and then uh, I'm a very all-in type of person. So a year later, I had a Nikon F100. I had a Leica M6. I had a Hasselblad X-Pan. And, uh, you know, Fun the, toys
0: you had there. I had okay. a lot
10: of toys. It cost me a lot of jewelry, too. Actually, I tell people that's why I had a GoPro. Because every time I'd buy a new lens or a body, I'd have to buy my wife a piece of jewelry. So, <laughs> yeah.
3: I thought you were going to steal her jewelry, sell it, and buy a camera, right? Yeah. <laughs> then, all right, another way around. Sounds good. So uh, those are some pretty heavy, I don't say heavy in the physical sense, but heavy cameras. I mean, you're in Nikon, you're Leica. These are the cameras that you know you tend to find uh, along in the hands of pros. And how did that evolve into a career? It was and... an expensive
10: hobby, yeah. So that's how I started. But they, they they were cool cameras, and they were just expensive toys for me at that point. Um, but I was into landscape photography, and I took this one image in, um, in in Greece. I don't know when it was, 12, 11 years ago, and uh, with the x PAN And uh, I entered in our little local community. We have like 70 guys that gets together, and they have like a meeting once a month. And, They had like a photo contest and I entered it and they scored like 78 or something. So I felt like a loser. My wife's like, no, no, no. You got to enter that in National Geographic. I thought she was crazy. Well, to make a long story short, out of 14,000 images scored in the top 10. Okay. Hey, free camera, published. I still go back to that group and talk, and I always show them that photo when I go back. <laughs> Isn't um, that funny,
3: though, how, I mean, you know, one photo can be judged in so many different it's ways. It's amazing. It's insane. Yeah. Totally. Yeah.
10: And I've, I, I judge now, so I get it. It's, uh, so, um, so, you know, uh, then uh, my nephew from Canada called me, and he's like, Hey, I'm getting married and I have no money. Would you shoot my wedding? And... Um, You know, I spoke here this morning and I showed a picture of me getting married in my powder blue tux (laughs) uh, with a cheesy pose. And that was sort of my reference to wedding photography, Mm -hmm. that it was cheesy. So I bought a book by uh, Bambi Cantrell and Skip Cohen. Oh, sure. Yeah. And I power read that book. And I went up to Canada and photographed this wedding. And I'm like, man, this is sort of fun. Maybe when I retire, it's something I'll do. And then I was running this company about 12 years ago. And... uh, it was an absentee owner who would show up every now and then. He came in on a Friday and must have really flipped the switch because I called it quits right then and there. And Monday morning, I was a wedding photographer with no uh, clients. Right. Like, But no you
0: people. did have a powder blue tuck. <laughs> uh, I
10: rented it, thank goodness. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Dumb and Dumber yeah. tried to bring it back, but it just <laughs> it didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's sort of how I started, and I just have grown from there.
3: Yeah. And what... Well, it's kind of interesting because that's late to start and wedding photography is a hustle game, right? So how did you build, uh, you know, word of mouth and, and clientele uh, that quickly?
10: That's a great question. So um, I'm a real, I, I believe in, uh, I call it organic marketing. So just building relationships. And I think that's an issue today with a lot of the younger people that they just want to sit behind their phones, their tablets. Uh, they want to use uh, Facebook advertising. Uh, where I was the type to actually get out and hustle and meet people, meet venues, meet other vendors, build relationships. And uh, very quickly, 95% of my business came from referrals. And that's how I grew it. And how long are you doing this for now? I've been shooting weddings for probably 12, 12 and a half years okay. full time now. All all right. Right. I did 35 last year. So. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. That's full-time, all right. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> and just you? you have a team? Do you have, uh, uh, team William, have a... Team William? No, no? Uh,
10: it's funny. I have uh, about four second photographers. They're all females because mm-hmm. I just feel they have a different eye, and um, I love working with them. They've been with me a long time. And then uh, I'm getting on in age, so uh, my wife insisted I get an assistant. And uh, he, started, he was 17 when he started with me. Now he's 22, and uh, he's amazing. He's a great shooter himself. He can shoot like uh, Panasonic in one hand, Nikon in the other hand. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. so when he's not helping assisting, he's actually out there taking photos and helping me out.
0: So you've been doing weddings for over 10 years. I think it would be pretty fair to ask you this question and, and probably get an accurate answer. When faced with the choice beef, chicken, or fish. <laughs>
10: Uh, still works. That still quick. works. Yeah, uh, I like I like the vendor sandwich myself.
3: Well, tell us uh, how, again how how did you evolve to the Panasonic line, and, and what are you shooting with now, and uh, yeah, what are your go to lenses?
10: I um, I started go- because it was it was really weight. So uh, again, 35 weddings, carrying two camera bodies, massive weight and size. Um, it was killing me. The day after, I felt like I was hit by a truck. And some weekends, you know, you're doing two or maybe even three weddings. That takes
0: a toll on you.
10: It does. Um, My record was last year. I did Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm. I know. And um, so it was just sort of a natural progression to look for something that was smaller. So that's how it started. And I kept telling them. So I've been five years with Panasonic, but I kept telling them they have to have two card slots. That's Mm -hmm. a game changer. Mm -hmm. And when the GH5, I think it was, came out, or GH4, it had two card slots, and I went all in at that point.
3: Okay. Right. So
10: now I'm still shooting with the GH5 and the G9 are amazing cameras. Okay. Cool. But you guys are giving away a GX85 today and I showed images earlier that I took them I took that camera with three lenses over to Venice Italy. We had a bride and groom from LA do a pre-wedding shoot which is a thing these days. It's yes. a big thing. And uh, six months before their wedding and I had a human light stand my wife with a strobe <laughs> and uh, that's all I shot with was the GX85 oh, wow. so this tiny little camera and the images were amazing and yeah. did
3: Panasonic yeah. say hey take this over there and, and work with it and, and sh- sh- show us some images or did
10: it, it sort of works work? in reverse oh, I sort okay. of do chop tra- so one of the things I do speak on is um, is, is travel photography okay. and I speak on Panas I speak for Panasonic a lot on that so I always have to create content so that's right.
3: why okay. I, I got you. all
0: right oh so there's all those are legitimate write-offs they are okay we're all right all right
3: (laughs) 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 and uh we've been asking everybody you know for this contest um what is the favorite photo you've ever taken
10: I know. I heard you answering, asking that question like an hour ago, and yeah. I've been thinking about it for an hour. Oh, I'm good. And, I don't, and an an <laughs> I don't have an answer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the more you think about it, the harder it becomes. Yeah. I yeah. think. Yeah.
10: I would still say, looking back at the image I described, where I won the National Geographic. Yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I, yeah. I love that photo. There you go. So. That makes sense. Cool. Okay.
3: And we don't have to ask him what he do with the GX85 because we already know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So thank you so much.
10: Yeah.
9: Great. All Thanks all right. for having me, guys. Pleasure to have you.
1: We hope you're enjoying this edition of the b Photography Podcast. Send us a tweet at bhphotovideo, hashtag bhphotopodcast.
0: David Kaplan, welcome to the BH Photography Podcast. Have you ever listened to our show before? I have not before. You will, starting today. I definitely will. I'm okay. going to subscribe right after
2: this. Very good, very good. Yeah.
0: And there's going to be a quiz in two weeks on all
2: the episodes we've had so far. Oh, we'll be in touch with Better you. Better start studying. It's a good thing I have the next two and a half weeks off. There oh, wow. you go. See, everything has a plan. So, That's right.
0: you're a photographer, and can you tell us about the, your favorite picture you've ever taken?
2: Yeah, so I would say... My favorite picture that I've ever taken, I was recently on a trip to Oregon and was road tripping through the state and went to uh, Crater Lake National Park. Yeah. And did like a two and a half mile hike at night to get some astrophotography and got this beautiful shot of of the galaxy over Crater Lake. And it's like this beautiful, like, dark purpley-orange photo, and in like the, the cloud of the Milky Way galaxy, you can almost see what looks like a phoenix like flapping its wings. So that, that's that gotta be my favorite one that I've taken so far. Sounds good. And yeah.
3: it, was, it wasn't It was with a time exposure, it wasn't like a star trails, it was just a tight shot
2: as... Uh, it was it was a long exposure, yeah. It was a long exposure, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. oh cool. Yep. All right, oh, I'd love to see that. Yeah. Maybe
3: that sounds good. Longer. And is that something you do a lot, a lot of light photography and long exposure work, or just
2: you're trying it? So I'm actually more a videographer and editor, and Uh I'm really into nature landscapes, traveling, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Right. And I have a Panasonic GH5 and I, I'm just starting to scratch the surface with what it can do from a photography standpoint and really use it to its full capacity. So and did
3: you buy it for the video capability? more? Yes. Or less? Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. I'm a final
2: yeah. cut pro editor mm-hmm. and I was really into like the color data behind it and the, the vlog capabilities and your ability to just like extract so much color information out of right. the shots. I was doing a lot of research on which cameras to buy based mm-hmm. on the things that I was looking for. And the GH5 was the top contender among other brands that I was looking at. And mm-hmm. then when it came down to the price point and the versatility and the quality of the image you were getting, mm-hmm. it just seemed like the best option.
3: Uh, so if you yeah. did win the the GX85, what would you do with this camera if you won it?
2: Uh, I would just have it as a ready to go in my back pocket camera for traveling. So if I was trying to travel a little bit lighter, if I was going to other national parks, hitting some trails, didn't necessarily want to have like the full rig, but mm-hmm. I still wanted mm-hmm. something that would give me a great photo and still work with all the lenses that I have anyway, I would just have it as a nice little, like smaller package camera to take sure. with me and on the so go. It's a great backup camera,
0: camera yeah. too. Yep. a right. Backup. Yeah. Great. Cool. cool. All, all right. right. Thank you so much. Thanks guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. Katya, gotcha. Hi, welcome to the show.
11: Hi, thank you. How are
0: you? All right. Okay. So you came here today to B&H specifically to buy a Panasonic Lumix GX85.
11: Exactly. It wasn't my list that I wanted to buy that camera today. Actually, I can show. That's on my to-do list. B&H, choose camera.
0: Look at that! Amazing. <laughs> now, so you may not have to do that. You might just win one today.
11: Oh, oh my God, I wish.
0: You know. Now, what are you going to do with all the money that you saved if you win it?
11: Um. Oh my God. You have
0: plenty I'd- of things, right?
11: Maybe, yeah. I have to think about it.
0: <laughs> so, tell us about what's your, so far, what's the favorite picture you've ever taken? Tell us about your favorite picture that you've taken.
11: Um, so, I believe that, that the picture of my hometown yep. it was from the window of my grandparents' house.
0: Where is that?
11: Uh, it's in Belarus.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
11: it's the city called Kobrin. Uh huh. So, and I believe that's one of my favorite and mystical and. You know, it, it gives me goosebumps. <laughs>
0: nice, 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 nice. So, uh, if you should win this camera, and if you don't win it, you're just going to buy one anyway, So, uh, what are you going to do with it? How is it going to change your picture-taking habits?
11: You know, I recently was thinking that I used to take pictures a lot, but then I had to sell my camera just to, and for some time just stop shooting it all. And now it, I feel like I came back to this understanding that I want to do this again. Yeah. I want to capture the moment okay. to remember. So yeah, I definitely want to take more pictures and have an albums with everything that do surrounds me. You shoot me. video also? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, because this
0: camera is perfect for video and stills. You get like the best of both worlds here. Yep,
11: absolutely. That's that's what I love. That you have both options. Thank you so much. All right.
3: <laughs> Thanks for joining us.
11: <laughs> Thank you. Have a beautiful take day. Care. You too. Okay. So
3: now that you, uh, Andrew, right? Andrew. Yes, correct. All right. So now that you have that little black, uh, piece of paper, there's no excuse for not subscribing to the podcast. Okay. 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 Yes. <laughs> we're
0: holding, we're going to follow you home. And we're going to hold you to it. I'm not a requirement a to fan, If you go but, into yeah. restaurants, we're going to go up to your table and, and, you know, just make your life miserable. So, uh,
3: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> You're <that guy>?
0: hey. <laughs> welcome to the podcast. So, um, tell us about your favorite picture that you've ever taken.
12: I think it was on my honeymoon and I was in, uh, Barcelona, and uh, my wife and I were um, in one of museums, and there was a sort of a crosswalk, uh, a a walkway, and from the walkway, you could see an intersection with uh, thousands of people crossing the road, uh, and from the angle that I was shooting, there was suddenly like a a gap in all the people, and there was a couple um, embracing with the crosswalk with these dramatic vertical... Um, you know, the crosswalk. And yeah, it was a yeah, very yeah. wide crosswalk. So it's very strong horizontal stripes with the couple standing and a big crack kind of in the road. Um, in front of or behind them. And the way the whole thing kind of came together, I was uh, very pleased with that photo. Sounds good. I mean, Sounds you like described
3: it pretty accurately, yeah. 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 So the, the compositional aspect of what, it, yeah, not, very not, graphic. not necessarily the memory of the honeymoon as much as the composition the of the photo. The honeymoon was good too, but it was good too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta throw that no, in, but you but I'm know. curious because, you know, some people's responses have everything to do with who they took the photo of True. or when yeah. it's subject and there's yeah. a, other people who are bringing in ideas of composition and light and things like that so yeah my,
12: i mean i'm not a professional photographer i um i paint uh, so most of my photos are actually images of my paintings but i do like to shoot a lot and um they tend to not be so narrative but this particular piece was narrative and formally pretty interesting i thought Do you paint from your photographs no all, paintings are abstract oh okay yeah, yeah. all right
3: and, Interesting, okay. And what kind of camera were you using when you shot that and what do you generally shoot with now? Right. And do you think if you were to win a camera like this, would it change your photography a bit? Would you, would you incorporate new aspects to what you're doing or well, what do you I've,
12: think? I've been, like I said, recently most of my photographs have been just getting good images of my artwork, uh, but I would like to go and do some more creative uh, shooting again. So um, some, yeah. some new, new gear always uh, helps uh, inspire that.
0: Absolutely. Great. Okay. Cool.
9: Thank you. So Thanks.
3: Thank you. Good luck. Thanks a Thank lot, you, man. Talking to Michael. What's your last name? Uh, Wadey. Oh, waity. Oh waity. Okay. So, Michael, what's the uh, what's the best photo you have ever taken?
9: Um, I'd have to say the one I've taken at uh, Anime Next. It was an anime convention held in Atlantic City every year. Uh huh. Um, it was a professional cosplay couple, uh, Mickey and Minnie Mouse, who completely nailed it. And um, I've chased them probably throughout the convention hall trying to get their picture. <laughs> Luckily, I got luck on my side. I'm not a very good photographer. But I I, I do get lucky. Um, They managed to walk right into the light at that perfect moment with this stainless steel behind them, and it just captured them perfectly with the glass roof uh, just funneling the light right onto them it looked fantastic did you ask
3: them for the photo or, you, or was it was a photo you took on the slide
9: um no i did i did i asked them for the photo um out of breath of course because i was chasing <laughs> them the photo place, yeah. right right
3: cool and did you post it did you yes. get feedback from it and, um uh, i posted it
9: on instagram they loved it uh they uh, reposted it as well um and so far it's it was like uh, beginning of the summer still to this day people say that's the best photo i've taken great great what'd you shoot it with uh, GH5. Oh, nice. okay, so you're right, yeah, yeah. All
3: right. All right, And if you win the GX85, what would you do with
9: it? Probably shoot more cosplay, definitely. We have uh, Anime NYC coming up, so it's uh-huh. going to be yeah, cool. going That's
3: awesome. So you already have the the GX, GH5. Mm. Uh-huh. So how would you compare? Like if, if you have the gx 5 which is a big camera, probably the top of the line, one of the top of the line cameras they have, this is a little smaller bodied, would you use it for something different or just more of the same?
9: More of the same. um, Because it's so small, I mean, you could easily take it out easier. You get a lot of um, on-the-spot shots. I also do street photography as well. Great. Uh, Sacred Cities NYC is the Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then there's, um, it's perfect for that type of thing.
3: Great. Perfect answer. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Okay, cool. Thank you, Michael.
9: All right. We've
0: just been joined by Griffin Hammond, who is a Panasonic ambassador. I am, yeah. Used to be called a, a... Lumixosity person? Is a, what was another term for you? I, I Alu- never... Illuminati or Illuminixinati or something like that? I don't think I ever was. I, I was brought on with the GH5. Oh, okay. So you're did. just an ambassador. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your specialty? Do you do stills videos or both? I'm
1: a, I am ai call myself a documentary filmmaker. Okay. Uh, so everything I do is either short films or corporate videos, but it's all done in documentary style. I'm a very video-focused person, yeah. Okay, all right. And I'm assuming using Panasonic gear. Yeah, I mean, I've been using these cameras since the GH1. Right. Is, that's what I happened to buy, because at the time I, I thought that was a good camera. And then I got the GH2, then I got the GH3. And Every think, generation yeah. has gotten that much better. Oh, yeah.
0: For stills and video, but video in particular. I know uh, a lot of the people that we know that do video, that's, that's their camera, that's their machine.
1: Yeah, well, I've always liked it from a video perspective, because they've added a lot of features that video people like. They're not just photo cameras. Yeah, yep, yep,
2: yep.
3: But do you shoot stills as well, or?
1: I've I've gotten more comfortable with it, especially with the GH5. Mm -hmm. I mean, I suppose the last few generations of this camera I've had, I could always take stills. I just didn't trust myself that I would be able to do a good job. Uh But I think because I started spending a lot of time around other Panasonic ambassadors, a lot of photographers using the same camera I was using, I just thought I should probably switch my camera into RAW and, uh, and see what I can do. And prior to that, were you using your phone
3: or you had a point-and-shoot or what, whenever you wanted to grab a still, what would you do?
10: I mean,
1: I just never took too many stills. I guess it was always okay. on my phone, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But now yeah. I'm using Lightroom and I'm shooting a lot of photos. Right. Have you right. tried
0: the photo mode, the 4K uh, photo mode where you could pull stills out of your video?
1: I haven't because usually... I, I, I guess I feel like I want to be shooting raw and shoot four by three. Okay, use the full sensor. Yeah, Gotcha. And I, I kind of want to like have my brain either in video mode or in photo mode. I I, I hate it when clients say like, "Hey, as long as you're shooting this video, you mind shooting a few photos too?" It's like Doesn't no, I'm not going to bring it, it up
0: to your eye. What's the problem? I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, with well, the beauty eye, of the, of the, the 4K finger. photo mode is that you can just do video, but you could pull an 8K, right? You know, uh, still, which is
3: you can but do how, things but with. How that. easy is that though? That I mean. I, I, I've never found that, and you know, to be a plan. You know, I mean, I think it, maybe you can do it if it's absolutely necessary, but. Well, I think it's just that it's
0: good backup. I don't yeah, think I don't think backup. anybody relies yeah. on it strictly for stills. That's what I'm saying, but and it's then, nice to know that if you're shooting, if you if you don't have time to
1: do both, you do have the option to pull some uh, still right. out of it.
0: You have to go look for it, but you have the
1: option. That's what I think is the important part. I mean, I it. covered the presidential election for Bloomberg Television, and that's the sort of situation where you would want something like that, where. I'm there to shoot video. I'm pointing the camera at Hillary Clinton while she's talking, but someone on the social media team is going to ask me for some photos too. And, and you've got it. And, and they don't need poet. maximum resolution. Right. They just need something really high quality. Mm-hmm. And that's what you get out of that. that that's the beauty of it.
3: Yeah. yeah. So tell us about your, your films a little bit. Yeah.
1: So the first big film I made was a, a documentary called Sriracha, mm-hmm. which is about the hot sauce. Yeah. And I made that in 2013, shooting on a GH3. And I think that was what started to get me on Panasonic's radar. And that making that film was the smartest career move I ever did. It was just a passion project, <laughs> right. but it's led to everything. It moved me here to New York. I you know, Someone at Bloomberg Television saw the film and said, We'd love you to cover the presidential election of all things <laughs> after making a hot sauce documentary. That makes sense. Yeah, uh-huh. that oh, yeah. seems logical yeah, to yeah. me. That's a, that's a perfect progression. Film, it's thing. a 33 minute film, yeah. so it's a short film technically, right. but for me, that's the longest thing I've right. made. Was it about the
3: uh, kind of the, the making of the sauce, the history of the sauce, cultural uh, touchstones, or what was the film about?
1: I got into it because I. Felt like this was a product I was using every single day and right. I'm a big fan of it, and yet I knew nothing. almost nothing about right. it. I mean, I couldn't even tell you what country it came from right. when I first started. It's made in California, mm-hmm. the, the popular brand that people like. Yeah. And so I went to California and met the the owner, this immigrant right. from Vietnam right. who's been making it for 30 I years, that.
3: I knew that. Yeah,
1: and so I told his story. Oh, that's great. And it became a much bigger project than I thought it would. I eventually went to Thailand, because that's where the sauce originally comes mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. So I really just was curious and wanted answers to my questions. Yeah.
3: And uh, from there, what was your next film, or where did you go? I mean, Bloomberg, but uh, yeah. what else?
1: Well, I, I was a freelancer for a few months, and then Bloomberg called, and so I moved to New York, and then I spent the entire presidential campaign just out on the campaign trail covering Ted Cruz and Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump and everyone. It, and it turned out to be the craziest election then.
3: You think? <laughs>
1: I mean... This was the first time I ever covered politics and we went into it thinking it'll be Jeb Bush and Hillary Clinton. It'll just be another Bush Clinton. This'll be the most boring election. Right.
3: Good point. Yeah. And not quite so. Little did we know.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I'm still wearing my seatbelt, but that's... (laughs) (laughs) And then around the time that started to wind down, that's when I started talking to Panasonic about uh, working with the GH5. And so they became one of my important freelance clients where now I teach some classes for them. I get to shoot with cameras and make films. With so can you talk a bit about
3: that, about how you reached out to them and you said, hey, I made this film with your camera. I'd like to work with you guys. How did that relationship I actually never start?
1: reached out to them. No, I, okay. But I always thought I should have a relationship yeah, with them because yeah. I'd been doing a lot of tutorial videos. I had a, a very popular how to set up your GH4 uh-huh. video. Okay. And I was making all these kind of YouTube videos, working with their products a lot and people Kind of came to think of me as an ambassador for them, unofficially, mm-hmm. and I thought I should have some sort of relationship. But and when I moved to New York, it was perfect. They but they found me. They interesting. They had seen Sriracha. They'd seen my YouTube videos, and I think when it came time to develop the GH five, they called me up. And okay. uh,
3: and what does being an ambassador entail?
1: It. I mean, I'm I'm not under any contractual obligation to use the camera, no. or. I mean, they, they, they don't tell me what to do, but they just, they gave me the GH5 before anyone else and just said, could you shoot something with it? We'd mm-hmm. like to show people what it's capable of. Right. So I made a short film called Hand Cut, which is about ice and cocktails. Mm-hmm. And they used that at trade shows and they used it on YouTube to okay. show what the camera does. Oh, yeah. And then because I was the first guy who shot a documentary with it, then they would ask me to show up at trade shows. and. Right. Show up here at B&H right, today and right. just talk about my experience with it. That's gotcha.
3: that's gotcha. yeah. Okay. All right, well, you know, what we're doing today is we're trying to uh, raise awareness of our podcast, which is now in its third year. Wow. we got uh, almost 150 episodes, we do one a week, uh, and uh, we're, asking, we're giving away a, a Panasonic camera, and we're asking people what is their favorite photo they've ever taken, and why. And I know you're a videographer primarily, but uh, what is your favorite photo that you've ever taken?
1: I one of my favorite photos that I've taken within the last year was I started shooting infrared photos because I have all these Panasonic cameras and, uh, and and you know once Panasonic started giving me a GH5 I had like an extra GH4 sitting around and so I had it converted to infrared and it's made me really appreciate New York in a way that I didn't fully appreciate because New York feels like a place that's there's not a lot of green you know my neighborhood in the Lower East Side doesn't have a lot of parks. And you just come to feel like you're in this concrete jungle, but once you're walking around with infrared, you see all the trees in bright white, and I start to realize, oh, every block has something, you know? and, and so I took this photo of uh, in, in the Lower East Side downtown. Just the, the sky looks gorgeous in infrared because it's, it's very high contrast, and you can see some trees.
3: Cool. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's great talking um, to you guys. Thanks for that's joining us. Yeah. Same absolutely. Here. Okay. Pleasure. Bye.
0: We are now being joined by Jeff Carpenter, who is a Panasonic. Ambassador.
3: So we were checking out your website earlier today in prep for this, and you know, there's a lot of portraiture, but a lot of wedding work also, right? What's your main? So how do you make most of your money?
13: I uh, most of my money is made through uh, like corporate headshots. Corporate really, shows. that's okay. kind of the big thing. Uh-huh. So I live outside of uh, Nashville, Tennessee. It's uh, it's kind of growing, not like New York has grown, but but it's, it's it's for what it is. When I live there for, I've been there for about a little over. 10 years now and it's really, really grown since, uh, since I've been there and, and a lot of companies are moving their headquarters there. I don't really know why I think there's tax reasons, whatever, but a lot of people are moving there. They're rebranding. So what that does is that opens up a lot of opportunities for me as someone in my company who does, a lot of corporate work is is we kind of encompass all of that. So we've got I do my I do headshots. We've got you know people that do video design, kind of all. They're not on staff. We kind of freelance out and kind of mm-hmm. just grab people as as we need them. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a great experience to do that. And like I said, to answer your question, a lot of my you know income for Ready Light Media is based around uh, like the corporate world. And definitely. can you? I'm
3: sure every situation is different, but do you have do you provide a general setup when you show up i'm assuming most of it happens at the location the corporate location where these people work so you need to show up and be ready for everything do you bring seamless with you lights the whole thing or so
13: uh if i'm shooting i'll typically try and get a feel for what they need ahead of time, you know, preparation is key. So, yeah. um, it it's, helps. it's 50, it's 50, 50 between like them coming to my home studio oh, okay. or, or me going to them. It's, right. If it's a big group, you know, I basically kind of structure things in a way where if it's, you know, the more people, the less per person it is just to kind of incentivize getting it all locked out at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's one person I'll be like, yeah just come to my home studio you know right. I just think it will walk through my kitchen to get there but whatever you know what right, 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 <laughs> so right. I'll what I'll do is I'll, I'll kind of see what they need I'll, I'll kind of base you know their needs on that I'll, I'll be like okay like do you need multiple looks do you need one look is it uh, just a simple white background like I deal with a lot of realtors too oh. um, you know and for them I'm just like okay a lot of people don't know. They, they, I hear the phrase. Well, you're the professional. What do you think? Right. All the ah, time. So you know, I'll do yeah. some research, see what they need. Like I just did a rebrand for, uh, for a, a realty company that was just switching brokerages, and weirdly all. And I looked at their website, and, and it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. All of their images were, you know, somewhere on black, somewhere right. like some from the eighties, somewhere from right. a cell right. phone. Right. Sure. You know, so but you'd
3: be surprised. <laughs> I, I was looking at. uh, of, of What was it the other day? It was a, a well known photo institution on their about page and their, their staff page. And you'd think they would take the time to kind of uniform their look, but they hadn't done that. It was
13: really, like you said, I you, mean, you would be amazed at how here. many photographers I mean, have terrible headshots. I'm
3: sure. It's, yeah, well, I mean, I'm not too surprised about that, but, yeah, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, yeah. it's,
13: but you think it's like, you know, you're trying to sell your service, at least, you know, do yourself a favor yeah. and get a decent yeah, headshot. Yeah. Totally, totally. <laughs>
3: And what's your uh, your like Panasonic evolution? What cameras did you start with? So I started with
13: um, my first experience with Panasonic at all was the GH4, okay. and really uh, on more on the video side, one of my videographers that I worked with uh, shot with uh, shot with the GH4, and we were shooting. Um, in a recording studio and I was shooting DSLR and I was having to, you know, use quiet mode and run out the door and I couldn't shoot while they were, while they were tracking. It was, it was a huge nightmare. You know, he's, he he was shooting video granted, but you know, he's sitting here with a basically silent camera and I was like, what is this? This (laughs) So my first, my first actual, my first actual camera was the G7 that I bought. I bought a couple of them really more for video uh, just to have, you know, kind of get in with the 4k game. And I started using those a little more, just for kind of personal portrait projects, just because they're smaller and they're easy to carry around with me. And I didn't have to, you know, lug around a big old heavy DSLR body. And then I got the GH G8, or G85, and that was just similar. It didn't have the low pass filter, so the image quality was a little better. And it had the internal stabilization, which you know mm-hmm. wasn't a necessity for me, but it was wow. a nice feature to have, nice have for feature, sure.
7: Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then.
13: But that one still had a couple, you know, caveats of like not being able to use it as a full-time shooting camera for me doing portrait stuff, mm-hmm. um, especially in studio. Like in, in tethering being the name, the namely, uh, the big, the big thing there. Mm-hmm. So with the G9, the GH5 did it as well. But I, I, the G9 being more geared toward photographers, and myself being, you know, mm-hmm. primi- primarily yeah, still a photographer, yeah. that was it was finally something I could actually oh use on a daily I'm used as my daily shooter so okay. right,
3: sounds good yeah. what do you what do you shoot for fun like if you for just fun I mean I'm still sh-
13: I, I shoot people all the time oh, for yeah. fun yeah. and my dogs you know <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs> cool all right great hey, thanks so much thank okay. you so much for so joining uh, yeah, us yeah, yeah, yeah right, absolutely yeah. thank you so much all right
0: Okay, we had a great day recording in the Superstore, and now it's time to announce the winner of the Panasonic Lumix GX85 mirrorless camera with a 12 to 32 millimeter zoom lens and 45 to 150 millimeter zoom lens. That's pretty good just for answering a couple of easy questions. Now, the winner of this camera is, drumroll, Stanley Steril. And we're going to be in touch with Stanley after he receives his camera and has had a chance to play with it. But in the meantime, let's hear what Stanley had to say when we interviewed him here in the store.
14: Stanley, we've been waiting for you. I know, I heard, so
0: I <laughs> ran down. <laughs> I mean, there was a rumor you were going to be here today, but I, you know, I forget when I see him, I'll believe it. Stanley, welcome to the show. It's great to be uh, here. You have listen to the b and Photography, podcast? I have not. Ooh, right. okay. Right. Well, you're right. going to sign well, up tonight and subscribe. Take that
3: black little piece of paper and be awesome. sure to uh, subscribe. Oh, I have yeah. it like yeah. lots, yeah, awesome. lots of great man. shows. Lots of great yeah. shows we have. But they're all yeah. archived. Yeah.
14: Awesome.
0: So, um... You're a photographer. Yes, sir. And can you tell me about your favorite photograph that you've taken and why is it so special?
14: Do you guys take I don't know? I don't know. I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, or you Uh, could say there's just too many to choose from, right? Oh, right, because I'm so good. There's a yeah. yeah. Oh, that (laughs) photograph. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, uh, thinking back, I'm, I'm just moving to New York just now. uh, From? From Miami. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, and so everything is just, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I moved in April though. Uh, So I I got a little bit of sunshine and a little bit of like cold uh, spring, but uh, it's turned out good so far. Um, so I've been able to see like different, uh, scenarios and different scenery, but my best one was going out, out into the Hudson for a wedding. Uh, we set off on a boat. It was just me, videographer, the bridegroom, and the officiant. Uh, I'm a huge fan of cinematic style, so for me, it was just an amazing feeling to be on the on the boat. It was a cloudy day, rain just misting throughout the the environment, the mm-hmm. atmo- like the atmosphere was set Perfect. for me that I can just put up my camera and just take it but the greatest thing about it was that the uh, the couple was just so uh, enthusiastic and just you know yeah. so lovey so as I'm taking these photos, I'm feeling it as well. like so romantic. Like I feel the romance, I feel the love. And so a good picture to me is something, when you look at it, you gain some type of emotion or some type of feeling out of it. Mm -hmm. So when I see, when I look back at that photo of uh, the bride and the groom, just hugging each other at the, uh, at the front of the boat, just laughing, throwing their hands up in the air, it it just draws me into it. And I, I'm hoping it does it so, say everyone you're, else. You were
3: saying that it was a foggy day or was yeah. a misty day. Yeah. Does that aspect of it have something to do with the emotion that you're drawing from the photo? Or is it really just the faces
14: and the expressions? Well, the I think it the... all comes together. Yeah. So uh, you, when you think of happiness, as joy. You just kind of think of sunshine and, and you know, but right. to have like such a cinematic of like a cloudy gray, but still we're still happy. You right. know what I mean? It, sure. it, it, it brings a contrast to it that you got to love, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, Yeah. All right, for sure.
3: And if you were to win this camera, how would you incorporate it into your work, and what would you do with it? And
14: well, I'm I'm a wedding photographer, uh, uh, so okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So you find a way. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You'll make use of it. Exactly. Cool. Big Alrighty. time. Big time. It was Alrighty. a great. It was great being here with you guys. Perfect. Yes. Thanks great answer. Thanks for joining Thank so much, us. <laughs> Appreciate All it. Right.
0: Good luck. Yeah. Alrighty. ready. You having fun? Okay, that wraps up another episode. Thanks to Griffin Hammond, Jeff Carpenter, and William Innes, who are Panasonic ambassadors. And thank you to all the folks who took the time to tell us about their favorite photo. If you're not a subscriber to the b Photography Podcast, don't wait any longer. Take a moment and head on over to Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, YouTube, or Stitcher and sign up. It won't cost you a dime. It's free. For now, and as always, on behalf of Jason, John, and myself, thank you so much for tuning in today.